are Locked On Tar Heels, your daily podcast on the UNC Tar Heels, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Park the Sound is your favorite Tar Heel voice. Welcome to Locked On Tar Heels. As always, it's a great day to be a Tar Heel. I'm your host, Keenis Cooper. Thank you so much for joining me today. Do yourself a favor. Make sure you download, subscribe to the podcast from anywhere. You can also join the fun via Twitter by following at Locked On Heels or me personally at Candace D. Cooper. So here's what I have on tap for you guys today. It is tournament time, right? The first round of the ACC tournament went down. We'll talk about that a little bit. Some of the teams that were surprised, maybe not for you, right? We'll have that conversation. Then we got a preview because Carolina will be facing Notre Dame tonight at 9 p.m. on the ACC network. So let's give you three keys to victory for the Tar Heels as they prepare to take on the Fighting Irish. So last night, we saw the first round of the tournament open, or rather, you know, they had a little morning, afternoon action, right? Miami beat Pitt 79-73 in what was, listen, I'm trying to tell you, I really believe (laughs) that Coach Capel has not been the same since he talked junk about NC State. Ever since saying that they were a desperate team, you have not seen Pitt really bounce back in the way that they were having a nice little stride in January. And then February hit, and it was just all downhill. I'm trying to tell you, don't speak ill on people when, you know, karma is not not kind, right? So they are officially eliminated, and their season is more than likely done. Of course, we'll miss out on seeing Justin Champagne, who has been a force in this ACC conference play this year. So maybe we'll see him next year, given the NCAA rule. Maybe he'll take his talents to the next level. We'll just have to see, right? Next game, we had Duke versus Boston College, 86-51. Boston College has had a rough go at it these last couple games. They dismissed their coach midseason, which is always weird. They're trying to figure out who they are and their identity as a team. I will always find it weird to let a coach go during a pandemic, trying to give him a buyout, all of that good stuff. And, man, it could this could be a lot of factors beyond just trying to motivate guys through one of the hardest, <laughs> toughest climates that we've ever experienced as a country, right? But I digress. That's just my soapbox for a second. We also saw DJ Stewart scoring 17 points as Mark Williams added 13 as Duke beat Boston College Tuesday, and it began their quest for a five-straight game winning streak, which is what a lot of people are thinking they're going to have to do in order to get into the tournament. No team has won five ACC tournament games in five days. Uh, but Duke likely must do so to avoid missing the tournament. <laughs> so it's never happened, but we going to see. I wouldn't put it past Duke, right? Crazier things have happened. Maybe they like playing with a little chip on their shoulder. Maybe they like being, you know, down and out desperate. Who knows? But Stuart Williams and Jeremy Roach, all freshmen combined for 27 of Duke's 41 first half points. Stewart scored 13 with three of Duke's eight three-pointers, and Williams was five of six from the field for 11 points. Jordan Goldwire, who was a part of the all-ACC defensive team, closed the first half with a three-pointer, and he made three-pointers on back-to-back possessions, capping an 11-2 run to give Duke a 22-point lead with 12 minutes remaining. So it was all Duke the entire way, right? The Blue Devils starting the tournament with their lowest seed ever, made six of their first 10 three-pointers and finished with a season-high 15, okay? Well, Boston College certainly just was not in the mix. All right, so there you have it. <laughs> Carolina is trying. I mean, Carolina may have to face Duke when it's all said and done. We know we hate when that happens, but still, 
<laughs> they're not the same teams at all, but that rivalry is still very much the same. So there's that. Now we move on to Wake Forest and Notre Dame, the game we were most interested in because, of course, <laughs> we figured out we were going to play the winner of this matchup. The Irish got to a, off to a slow start in the beginning and found themselves in an early 14-point hole with 21-7 with 12 minutes left in the first half. Notre Dame, though, fought back, cut the lead in half to 44-37 to going into halftime. Durham and Ryan didn't ha- did a lot of the heavy lifting offensively, each scoring 12 points to keep the Irish within striking distance. Notre Dame was unable to make a run over the first 13 minutes of the second half as Wake Forest led 75-63 with seven minutes left in the game. The Irish, though, then really got down in defense, sparking a 14-0 run over the next six minutes of play to take their first lead of the second half at 77-75 with just a little under two minutes to play, right? So then Wake Forest managed to get the game tied at 77 with 57, 51 seconds left, right? Left off a jumper setting up what was an exciting finish and very on-brand for what the tournament truly is about. Cormac Ryan came up with a huge block on a Wake Forest attempt with five seconds left. Ryan raced down the floor with Trey Wirtz, of course Trey, Trey all day, right, trailing and found the junior who said, behind you, behind you, and ended up hitting a 30-foot shot at the buzzer to send the Fighting Irish to the second round of the tournament, finishing 80-77. to Woo! And, you know, that's just really, again, on brand for Wake Forest to have been in so many games this season. The future is definitely bright for the Demon Deacons. It just kind of went how it went for Carolina last year, right? You just were in so many close games, but it ultimately didn't go your way. It came down to a couple possessions. But if anything, like Trey Mika, or like Mr. Mika said, I'll be back with better in, better than ever. You're going to remember this feeling. And I'm going to remember, how, basically, y'all going to remember the name, essentially. So I'm, I'm down for it, right? I think there are a lot of underdog people who are slept on in this year's conference that are going to make noise, certainly, next season. Whew, so there's that. But man, if you didn't think Notre Dame was feeling that energy, <laughs> feeling the hotness, feeling the vibes as they prep for what should be a very exciting game tonight, they're coming off of full energy and having to refocus and dial back in to beat a very good Carolina team, obviously, as we know. So Carolina is going to have to really <laughs> humble that energy from Notre Dame. They're going to have to figure out how to take them out of it early and often. I'll give you guys three keys to victory with what I think Carolina must do in order to beat the Fighting Irish. But first, we've been telling you about Bill Bar and the best tasting protein bar on the market for a while now. Bill Bar is amazing, low calorie, low sugar, high protein, high fiber, an amazing protein bar with 100% chocolate on all of their bars. Now is the time to find out which Bill Bar is the best right? Because it's Built Bar Madness. Got to go to at Built underscore Bar on Twitter to find out today's matchup. I think there's going to be some really good options for you. Make sure you try them. Remember, use promo code LOCKEDON20 to get 20% off your next order. That's LOCKEDON20, L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N-20, the number two zero, to get 20% off your next order at BuiltBar.com. And check back to see who won today's matchup and who will become the best tasting protein bar. Now, this tournament season takes care of your brackets and balls with the best tools for the job. 
We're talking about our sponsors, Manscaped, the global leaders in male grooming from head to toe. When the clock winds down in March, be clutch and avoid the upset with Manscaped Performance Package to keep all your hair and holes tame. Manscaped is trusted by over 2 million men worldwide. Join the Manscaped movement and start taking care of your balls today with 20% off plus free shipping by going to manscaped.com and using Locked On NCAA for exclusive offer. Your bracket isn't supposed to be perfect, but with Manscaped Performance Package, you can be confident that your nose, ears, and more will be taken care of. Every purchase at Manscaped goes towards contributions made to the Testicular Cancer Society. Get 20% off and free shipping with the code LOCKEDONNCAA at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com and use promo code LOCKEDONNCAA. When things get hairy, make sure to call on Manscaped in clutch time. Get more of the sports news you need in less time with our new Locked On Today podcast. Peter Bukowski hosts Locked On Today, a daily podcast breaking down the biggest stories with analysis from our local experts. Start your day with all the news and sports news you need in under 20 minutes. Subscribe to Locked On Today wherever you get podcasts. Now, Notre Dame, last time we met, led the team by led the game by seven points with seven left to play before UNC rallied for a 66-65 victory at the Dean Dome back on January 2nd, right? Leaky Black was a key factor in that game. Carolina only shot for, for 34% on the night to Notre Dame's 47%. Carolina only shot 34% from three, <laughs> as opposed to Notre Dame's 36 From free free throw, Carolina actually made some clutch free throws at 71%, which is a high number for Carolina. You know, normally, that's not exactly Carolina's strong suit. But Notre Dame had a horrible free throw shooting night at 33%, which I don't think they'll have tonight, right? Carolina out-rebounded almost doubled Notre Dame 48 to 27 and only were held to eight turnovers. Now, freshman Dayron Sharp, of course, had a season high 25 points. This was his breakout game. Freshman of the week honors soon soon followed. He grabbed nine rebounds as well. Leaky Black hit a go-ahead jumper within the closing seconds, and Notre Dame ultimately was able, I mean, excuse me, Carolina was ultimately able to pull off the win because of it. Curran Walton made a career high four three-pointers and finished with 12 points for UNC, and that was just the start of feeling like, okay, Kerwin might just be our shooter, right? Kerwin just might just be the guy, right, that helps us win when it's all said and done. Hint, hint, wink, wink. ACC, all, for, all ACC freshman team should have been there, but it's fine. It is fine. Caleb Love hit a three before Sharp scored the final six points in a 9-0 run that gave North Carolina a two-point lead with four minutes left in the game. On Notre Dame's end, Lozuski led the Fighting Irish with 25 points and nine rebounds, and Hub scored 14 points. Lozuski, who went into the game shooting 57% from behind the arc, made a career-high seven threes on 11 attempts. So Carolina knew who they needed to get, and they obviously were not defending him well because man got busy when it was when it mattered. When you always you see a big man hitting threes, makes for a long night. But it was a great matchup. When you think about the all-time series, so UNC leads twenty-six to eight. Each team has a win against the other in the ACC tournament. Man, Notre Dame took it too. That was when they had some ballers 
on that squad. Took it to Carolina. I think it was the ACC Finals. Can't remember. That's when, yeah, I can't remember the year. I want to say it was 2016, 2017, but don't give me don't give me the line, <laughs> right? Don't give me the line. Carolina has won eight of the last nine games, and from Roy himself, listen, he said, "quote You've got to be really, really good, and you have to be playing very well this time of the year. Guard play is extremely important. The pace of the games are extremely important. We went four years in a row and lost in the finals. I think four years in a row, and did very well once we got past a tournament." Once we got into the NCAAs at that time, but we have a conference tournament. It's the granddaddy of it all. It's extremely important to the fans and alums and how you play, of course. Now, listen, we have gotten tournaments lost and then ended up winning NCAA championships. So while we, of course, love our conference play, we know that's not the end-all be-all for this program. However, it would be nice, right, especially this team. I think the young guys could use... Well, I don't know, right? I'm, um, you know, I might take that opinion back. <laughs> I'm thinking, yeah, it could be good for them to win a conference title, but in the same token, do you think that they would feel a little too big for their britches if they won this tournament and then ended up getting knocked out like the first round of the NCAA tournament? No, no, this team's too inconsistent for me. I can't fully get, I can't fully get confident in this team because I'm not sure what I'm going to get night in and night out. So I, I really don't know. I really, really don't know how. I feel because I, I, I'm a little bit nervous about this game. <laughs> I can't even lie to you. I think that Carolina is either going to carry the energy that it did against Duke or they're going to drop it <laughs> and they're going to fall flat. And I, I wish I could tell you I knew this, knew which one it was going to be. But, I mean, you really, you really can't. <laughs> Everyone can think they can predict, but it's so hot and cold this season that I'm just going to watch it for how – I think you can watch the first seven minutes, maybe even – First 15, right? And you can just tell to me how this team is, is going to go. And then the first half, how they come out and how they respond, whether they're down or up by, are they going to go to sleep? Are they going to keep stepping on the gas? We'll have to just really, really see. So there's a lot of unknowns with this team, unfortunately. But I think that as, when it's all said and done, Caroline's going to have three keys that I'm going to tell you guys towards the end of this here that are going to be essential in order to win against the Fighting Irish. But first, bet online, the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports are in action. And I'm telling you, you have got to get in on your opportunities to bet on these tournaments. So many parlays, right? So many opportunities to do single game, all these different prop bets you can use. It's really important, right? Football might be over, but NBA, college basketball, and NHL are in full swing. Bet online even covers awards, TV shows, and reality TV. So if you want to get in the Oscar action, some Grammys, who's going to get most snubbed, all that good stuff, they've got it for you. Real-time updates, odds, and props on almost anything you can imagine. Bet Online has you covered for all the news, scores, and odds. It's the best way to place your bets, and it's free to sign up. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet Online, your online sportsbook experts. Cade Cunningham, Evan Mobley, Jalen Suggs, how much do you really know about these potential NBA stars? If you want to know more, you need to subscribe to Locked on NBA Draft Podcast. Prospect, scouting reports, draft rumors, and mock drafts, and full coverage of March Madness four days a week from credentialed draft experts. Subscribe to Locked On today. Subscribe to Locked On NBA Draft today wherever you get podcasts. Got so many Locked On Today shows, man. Hard to keep up. But here, here, you know, it's a good problem to have, right? There it is. Okay, so three keys to victory, right? Carolina 
has to, number one, defend Lizuski. They've got to defend the perimeter, right? They cannot be beat when it comes to threes because Lord knows they cannot respond to me in a way that can keep them in the game because we're depending on really one person. <laughs> I think we have Caleb sometimes who forces shots that aren't there. I think sometimes, you know, you have RJ who, listen, confident or not, keep shooting. I'm Listen, I'm all about it, but... <laughs> Kerwin is the only guy where I'm like, yep, he throws it up. I feel good, feel great almost, knowing beyond that, what that Syracuse game would go, though. I think Kerwin's the only guy where I'm like, hell yeah, all right, cool. Get us back in there, Kerwin. Shoot the shoot the rock. <laughs> Everyone else, mm, think about it. <laughs> have, that, have that internal conversation with yourself, right, Ken? I pass it to a big on the inside and let him score and get these easy two, get this easy layup, or am I going to force this three and not try to run the play? Hey. Either way it goes, we've got to defend Lazuski because I think that if you get the big man going, if you get in foul trouble with Dayron, right, if he can't have the same type of big game that he had the first time out, it's going to be a long night for the Heels. If Armando cannot get into the game, if Garrison can't get in the game, it's going to be a long night. <laughs> so I'm hoping they carry that senior night energy where they want to keep winning for the seniors, keep having that same energy in terms of just consistency that's what they're going to have to do. Number two, consistency carried after the Duke game. As we know, Carolina is known this season for putting up great numbers. We'll put up 99, and then other games will put up 48. We'll put up 65, and sometimes we'll put up 72. It's all over the place, all over the place. Carolina will put up 91 against Duke, right? And then might find itself out of this tournament tonight. It's just That's just on brand for what we've been doing all season. So I'm hoping that they do not fall flat. They're not too big for their britches. They keep Roy Coach is beating into their heads that this is a different atmosphere. It's a different ball game. There might not be as many fans or same fans, but it is very much you have to be dialed in, you have to be focused, and you have to win night in and night out. There is no night off. <laughs> it is win or go home, right? So I'm hoping that Carolina can figure that out. And finally, number three, I know it might surprise you. It probably won't. I really want these guys to have under 20 turnovers. And now you're thinking, Candace, that's so ridiculous. Like 20 turnovers? Like that's, that's a lot. That's a little aggressive. That, that may be a bit much. But I countered that with, have you seen this team? <laughs> have you watched this team this entire season? Have you? You can't possibly. If you're thinking 20 is too hot, right? You, you can't. I think they had, they, now you think, I know they had eight in the game against Notre Dame the first time, but, I mean, they had about 20 against the Duke game, and they still put up 91. So they're going to have to have a damn near perfect game. I would hope for under 10, but I'm not holding my breath. So I'm going to say 20 just so I can feel good about myself. And then when it comes to free throws, man, can you please? Can, I need 85% or better, dog. Like, this is clutch. We don't, they've been doing so much better this back half of the season with making their free throws more consistently. Keep it up. Right. This is what we need, especially when we know this game is going to be close. I think both of these teams are playing for a lot in terms of wanting to play for coach, play for their seniors, all that kind of energy and vibe you saw after there was some negative conversation toward Coach Bray. A lot of the fighting Irish energy was stepped up. They beat Florida State. They just beat Wake Forest on a buzzer. So they're feeling themselves. They have the momentum going into this game. So hopefully Carolina can figure it out somehow, some way. So there's that. Other games I want you guys to look forward to 
in today's round, second round, we have Syracuse playing NC State at noon today. Clemson will play Miami at 2.30. 6.30, we'll have Louisville versus Duke. And at 9, you'll have North Carolina play Notre Dame. Lord Jesus, I don't know why we had to get the late game, but whew, I'm going to try. <laughs> if you want to send over some coffee at Locked on Heels at Kennedy Cooper, my I can send you my cash app. You know, you want to donate to the... Candace can barely stay up past her bedtime fun. Please help a sister out because whew, it's going to be a, uh, going to be fun. <laughs> I promise I will take a little mini snoozer probably around six. Cause I know full well, I'm going to be knocked out when it comes to this game, when it's all over. Right. So hopefully Carolina won't be knocked out and I can still talk about them on Thursday. Okay. So we'll do that. All right. Hope to see you guys tomorrow. Hope you guys come back as we talk about Carolina's win. Right, we'll talk about who they'll face next in the tournament, and we'll just keep things rolling. And let's say they get knocked out, fine. We'll recap the game, and then we'll look forward to where they're going to be in the NCAA tournament because we know Selection Sunday is this Sunday. So where Carolina will be in the quote unquote region because we know it's all in, we know it's all in Indianapolis this year. So we'll figure out all of that out, and we'll be good to go. All right, so I look forward to talking to you guys then. Make sure you download, subscribe to the podcast from anywhere. You can follow at Locked on Heels, at Candice Cooper. Talk to me on Twitter there. Send any questions you have. Let's have a conversation. Let's live tweet together tonight. Let's talk about it. Let's talk through it. Send me all your funny gifs, all your feedback. I love all of it. And we'll just stay safe, wash our hands, and, you know, mind ourselves. And we're getting ready to go back outside. I'm just trying to tell you. I feel the good vibes, feel the good energy, right? So we'll have all of that soon tomorrow appreciate y'all have a great day and as always you are locked on tar heels your daily podcast on the unc tar heels part of the locked on podcast network your team every day